Welcome to Charlie Jane Speakers Radio. This is the show where we share speaking tips, tools, and resources to help you grow your public speaking business. Our goal at Charlie Jane is to get you, the speaker, on the platform in front of thousands of people so that you can teach and motivate your audience, enriching and empowering them to lead fulfilling lives. And now, here's your host, Wendy McNeil. Hi there, it's Wendy McNeil here with Charlie Jane Speakers, and thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Today I'm talking about the do's and don'ts of email pitches for speakers. It's going to be a great podcast, but first I want to welcome you over to our free Facebook group. It is called Grow Your Speaking Business. Grow Your Speaking Business. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, an easier way to get there is to put in Speaking Biz, B-I-Z, Community speakingbizbizcommunity.com, and that will get you there as well. Okay, on to today's podcast, talking about the do's and don'ts of email pitches for speakers, okay? And with many um, in-person networking events, you know, that are off the table right now, although they are coming back, email pitches are becoming an increasingly effective tool for landing speaking gigs. That is, of course, if you do them right, all right? It's so easy to, you know, accidentally say or do the wrong thing in an email pitch, and that's why I've put together these do's and don'ts to make sure you're giving your email pitches every chance of succeeding. So let's get started with the do's. These are email pitches for speakers, the to-do's, all right? Show who you are rather than tell. Show who you are rather than tell, okay? No matter how good you are at writing, prospects won't get to know the real you through words written in your email, despite your best efforts, right? So you need to make them feel as though they've just hung out with you instead of just merely receiving an email from you. So how do you go about achieving that? Well, first, I always recommend sending sample videos, okay? Now, um, in case you don't know where to begin with your videos, I do, let's see, I do have a blog post. Um, it's really easy to follow. It's about creating the perfect speaker reel. So hop on over and see if you can find that or, or search in the uh, search bar on my website, which is charliedane.com, charliedane.com. Uh, you'll find that over there. You could even send the pitch in video format if you wanted to. Just remember the maximum files. Um, the file sizes, they, they may come into play, so don't forget to compress your video before you hit send. Um, I don't normally recommend sending attachments to emails, not only while it might end up in the uh, trash or in their spam folder, but the majority of people are not opening attachments if they do not know who you are, okay? And so if they have not had any previous contact with you, they're probably not going to open it. So you can try to do that, but I would recommend actually just putting the URL to your, um, you know, maybe you have your video on your Google Drive. You could send them that link, or maybe you have the video on your website, but I would send them directly to that video, okay? You don't want them to be going on a goose chase because you just, you know, sent them to your website and your video's dug in three pages deep and they have to go look for it. So don't do that, all right? 
So you can either try to attach it. I re Like I said, that's not my first uh, recommendation. My first recommendation is uh, sending them to your video. And um, I do believe, if I recall, and I cannot think of the darn name of it off the top of my head. Well, if I think of it, I'm going to go ahead and put it in the show notes. But there is a program. Um, is it Bonjour? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Don't quote me on that. But I will put it in the show notes. And there's another program, too, where you can actually attach a video to your email. Um, and that will work as well. And that's more of a, um, not actually your demo reel, but it's more of a video saying, hey, uh, this is so-and-so, glad to meet you, da-da-da. And it's just a quick video introducing yourself, saying hi. And so they can make that um, first impression, you know, that, that instant connection, all right? It's the instant connection that you're wanting to make because once they feel connected to you and your authenticity, they're going to want to learn more about you. A workaround for being unable to send large file formats. If you choose to um, not send it in as an attachment or you don't want to send them to your Google Drive or your website, um, you can send them to the video on your social media accounts as well. Okay. So if you've put your speaker reel on your Facebook account, um, just go and find the exact URL for that video. Don't just send them to your Facebook account. And you can do that by, if you go to Facebook, whatever post it is that you did where you, where you shared your video, if you go into that post and you click on at the top of the post there what the, where it says it has the date, whether it says 20 hours ago or it says, you know, April 1st or January, whatever the date is, you click that date on and it's going to actually take you to that direct post, okay? And that is what you want to share with them. Don't just give them your Facebook URL because it might take them forever to find your find your video. And again, you do not want to send them on a goose chase, okay? So that is another way that you can share your, your video. All of this gives your prospect really a chance to feel. That is what your goal is, to feel who you are as a person, right? Which is so much more likely to result in you securing a paid speaking slot for the next event, okay? Another to-do follow up. I know. If you have followed me long enough, you hear me preaching all the time. Follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Follow up will land you the gig if you are persistent. Okay. Speakers often, they, they come to me and they're saying that, you know, nobody's replied to my email pitches. You know, I'm checking my email every day, every hour, <laughs> every half hour, nothing. You know, when I ask them whether they followed up with their initial message, I am literally shocked, shocked by how many admit that they haven't followed up. Look, I don't want you to take it personally, right? I mean, people are busy. People are busy, right? And there's so many things, there's so many things that keep our minds preoccupied and keep us busy doing this or that or whatever. You know, they may have loved, absolutely loved your initial email, but they got distracted. You know, and then they forgot to reply. And then if your inbox is like mine, it's way, 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 way down where you don't really get to it for another year when you decide to clean out your inbox, right? You don't want to get pushy. You know, I get that. But you know what? There is nothing wrong with a gentle, friendly reminder that helps to bump you back up to the top of their inbox and gives them another reminder. They're like, hey, that's right. Dang it. I'm so glad that you followed up. I meant to get back with you, da, 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 da. You know, this is a crucial part. 
and it shows how much you care about the pet, the potential gig. You know what I mean, and how much you really wanted it. You're just as, you're not just throwing a batch of, you know, email pitches out to the masses. You really care, and this will show because when you follow up, they can see that you care. They're happy that you followed up because again, it could have been that they loved your first your initial your initial email, but they got busy, right? They got busy. So follow up is very important. Do. Do, 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 another do. Include an offer they can't refuse. Include an offer they can't refuse, right? The reason so many people don't reply, at least initially, is, you know, there isn't any, there isn't any reason beyond letting you know their thoughts. So I want you to give them an offer that they can't refuse. Offer to do something valuable for them on a, you know, no obligation basis so that they can't help but reply, right? That reply starts the conversation and then bam, right? You know, you got your foot in the door. You got your foot in the door. It might not lead to a gig today or tomorrow, but it may form a crucial industry connection that pays dividends for months and years down the road, okay? If you're wondering what you can do, um, golly, get creative, you know, and research the pain points you might be able to solve for them. Maybe you've noticed that they could do uh, with a hand when it comes to, I don't know, promoting the event, for example. If that's the case, offer to spread the word about the event on social media, send out an email to your newsletter subscribers. After all, how can they say no to free advertising, right? Right? Alternatively, if you know that the purse strings are tight, why not offer to, you know, forego your speaking fee to earn a new valuable opportunity, right? The choice is yours. But do your research to find any pain points you can quickly and easily resolve for them, okay? So that is some of the do's that you, you could cover um, in your email. Now we're going to do some of the don'ts. Like the don'ts, don'ts. Email pitches for speakers, the don'ts. Don't, <laughs> I say this a lot, maybe sound like a book and record, but do not write a novel. I always say to keep it short and sweet, short and sweet. I don't need to tell you that someone opening an email containing mountains of text is going to be immediately turned off, right? Remember that you are briefly interrupting someone's day when you send an email pitch, especially if they receive, you know, real-time notifications on their mobile. Also, don't forget that when emailing someone, you have about uh, eight seconds to grab their attention. If it's not interesting enough after, you know, eight seconds, they're moving on. They're moving on. I know this to be true because I get them in my inbox frequently. And that's about, that is about spot on, about eight seconds, okay? Bearing that in mind, start with the one to two short snappy sentences, you know, that really grabs their attention from, you know, the get-go, okay? Because you're not going to just want to say, hey, this is, this is Joe, um, you know, I, I do um, this and this, and I've been here and there, and I've talked to you. That's just boring. That's just boring, okay? <laughs> I want you to be creative here. And I want that first and second sentence to be snappy and I want it to grab their attention, okay? Also make it personal. 
Nobody wants to receive a pitch that was clearly copied and pasted to several people. That's a huge no-no. And people can tell when you do that, so don't think that they can't, all right? Then point them to whichever multimedia you have provided, you know, for them to get them to know you better um, before offering them a chance to touch base quickly. Like, you can use a sentence along the lines of, if this piques your interest, I'd love to hop on a phone call or send over more details. If you've successfully left them wanting more, they're bound to reply, right? They're bound to reply and you can go from there. The second don't, do not, I repeat, do not make it about you. It is not about you. And sometimes you don't think you're making it about you, but you are making it about you. So you have to make sure that you're sitting and you're reading that email very carefully and put your shoes in a planner. Does it sound like you're talking all about you? If so, you need to change it. Even if you are the best speaker in the industry, no one likes to listen to someone going on and on and on about how amazing they are. Even if it is true, nobody wants to listen to that. All right. You need to show that you genuinely care. You need to show that you genuinely care about your prospects, you know, their aims, their goals, before demonstrating how you can help them achieve their ambitions. By framing your email in this way, you first demonstrate that you have really done your homework, right? However, you also prove that you care about their brand. You know, you understand their mission and you provide an excellent fit for their specific type of events, okay? Don't make it about you. Don't be boring. Don't be boring. Get it all right to the trash, right? I know this sounds obvious. I do. I do. But you'd be surprised how many test pitches I receive that are completely flat. They're robotic. And as I mentioned at the top of this, this um, when I started the podcast, you have to allow the person on the receiving end to really feel who you are. Feel. Feel who you are, okay? Overly corporate style email isn't even going to get a response. You have to be as authentic as possible. I can't stress that enough. You have to be as authentic as possible. As authentic as possible, okay? Otherwise, you're just going to sound like every other speaker trying to win their business. You know what? It's as easy as this. You be you. Got that? That's it. You be you. And you will get as many speaking events and book schedules and and clients that you want. Just be you. That's it. All right? Email pitches for speakers are a powerful sales tool when executed correctly. All right? With some of the traditional sales um, and marketing channels shut down in light of the ongoing Uh, pandemic, email pitches have become a powerful tool in a speaker's belt across the country, all right? But since so many speakers are relying on this method to secure new gigs, you must go the extra mile to ensure what you send stands out from the crowd, okay? By following the advice I've mentioned, you know, you really can create some pitches that are unique, you know, that are uh, attention-grabbing, authentic, 
allowing you to land more gigs. All right. So if you'd like to learn more about email pitches along with a whole host of other exciting hints and tips, make sure you stop by, like I mentioned earlier before the podcast, to our free Facebook group. It is called Grow Your Speaking Biz. Grow Your Speaking Biz. You can find us at speakingbizcommunity.com as well. Um, that will get you to our Facebook group, speakingbizcommunity.com. It's absolutely, absolutely a fantastic group of talented speakers. You know, they all spend time helping each other grow as individuals, business owners. Um, you know, they include sharing hints and tips on, you know, email strategies and everything in the speaking industry. So head on over, speakingbizcommunity.com, and I will see you over there. And hey, 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 if you have a few minutes, I would love, love a review. That would really help me out. And if you found this podcast helpful, uh, please do share it with your friends, you know, your colleagues. I would really appreciate it. So thanks for tuning in, and you all take care.